0: Good morning. Again, it is a beautiful morning to be here. It's great to see each of you. That's a beautiful song. That's, uh, that, was, that was really good. This morning I want to talk to you about uh, about being able to see. About being able to see. The older I get, the more assistance I need in seeing, it seems like. If you notice, I'm, I'm getting pretty old, but you won't see me wearing reading glasses up here. You ever notice that? It's because i got bifocal contacts. <laughs> Technology. Mm-hmm. I've actually been wearing, I think I started wearing reading glasses when I was like 28, actually. So, so these are great, because I'm not good with glasses. I sling them and throw them and, and have to buy new ones, and I never keep them clean. But, man, I like to see. I do like to see. God has created some beauty. That picture right there was taken not far from here. That's actually Clingman's Dome at sunset about six years ago, I think. Is that not gorgeous? That that picture was taken by Abby, actually. One day we went up there, and and it's beauty. It saw its beauty and had a good time. But being able to see is very important. Being able to, to see is very important. Can you imagine going through life and not seeing? Seeing some of the beauty that God has created. Um, again, except for need a little assistance with reading, I've been blessed with good eyesight, and I'm thankful for that. Can't imagine going through life not being able to see. This morning, I want to talk to you about a, a gentleman who couldn't see. He was blind. So, I want to talk about his condition. The man was blind, he could not see. Bartimaeus couldn't see. I'm going to talk about his condition a little. I'm going to talk about his cry. And then, I'm going to talk about the cure. This morning does anybody need to be cured? Can everybody cry? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna read some scripture. I'm gonna read from Mark chapter 10. I'm gonna read verses forty six to fifty or forty-six to fifty-two. They came to Jericho. As he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, again, thank you so much for allowing us to be here this morning. Lord, thank you for this scripture. Lord, I pray that uh, as we study this scripture, Lord, that, um, that your words flow through me and the folks who are listening. Lord, they hear the message that comes from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. Of course, when he arrives in Jerusalem, this is leading up to the last week of his life on earth. So he's on his way to Jerusalem. He goes through Jericho. When he gets to Jerusalem, we all know that he's going to be rejected by the Jewish leaders, he's going to be betrayed to the hands of the Romans, and he's going to be crucified but he's on his way and he goes through Jericho and as he travels that direction he's surrounded by a lot of people who are following him some of them didn't even understand who he was you see the Jewish leaders are blind they're blind to the fact that they didn't know who Jesus was he tried to tell them he tried to show them but they remained blind the disciples, in some ways, were blind. Even though they'd been walking with them, they'd been traveling with them, they couldn't see exactly the reason why Jesus came. Even though he reveals his identity time and time again to them, it was just they were still just a little blind. On this particular day, again, the roads are going to be pretty crowded. They're going to be pretty crowded because folks are on their way to Jerusalem to cel- celebrate the Passover. All Jews went to Jerusalem. And then he encounters a man who needed him and knew he needed him. Don't know how. Bartimaeus had heard of Jesus it could have been he heard that Jesus could walk on water maybe that he had healed some folks but somehow he knew that Jesus was the Messiah because when he called out he said Jesus son of David maybe he knew he just had an interaction with a tax collector named Zacchaeus I don't know but he knew who Jesus was And again, as I said, most people in this day were spiritually blind. They were blind to who Jesus really was, to his true purpose in coming. And now this encounter with Bartimaeus is really what I want to look at. And again, we talked about, I'm going to talk about his condition, his cry, and then the cure. His condition was he was blind. He couldn't see. He had no sight. He was a blind man due to disease. Again, there were poor sanitary conditions. I'm not sure what caused his blindness. But I know that he used to be able to see because he said he wanted to be able to see again. But something had caused Bartimaeus to lose his sight. He was a beggar. There were no social programs. He couldn't work. So he had to stay on the side of the street to collect Enough alms to pay for food and whatever he may need. See, again, the Bible says he was begging. It means he constantly asked people who were passing by to give him money. Bartimaeus lived a life of poverty. I can imagine him being on the side of a highway in need as people pass by. Some helped, some kept passing. You see, Bartimaeus had a problem with his optics; he couldn't see. But I'm here to tell you, there are several people then, there are several people today, who are spiritually blind, who are just in bad need of a as a touch from Jesus as Bartimaeus was that day. They're spiritually blind. You see, Bartimaeus knew who the Savior was, but he couldn't physically see the Savior that day. He heard that he was coming by. He knew who Jesus was, and he called out to him. Again, when we're spiritually blind, we need that same healing from Jesus. Not that we're blind and we're begging, but we truly can't see the goodness that's around us. We're spiritually blind. We may be able to pay our bills. We may be able to work. We may be able to help others even. But we've lost sight of why Jesus is passing through. When we're spiritually blind, our condition is just as bad as Bartimaeus. Maybe worse than Bartimaeus' was that day. You see, spiritual blindness will kill you. Spiritual blindness will cause you to live a life of unhappiness. You see, when we're spiritually blind, we can't see God. When we're spiritually blind, we don't know who Jesus is. When we're spiritually blind, we can't hear God. When we're spiritually blind, we're crippled and we can't serve God. When we're spiritually blind, our hands are withered and we can't work for God. When we're spiritually blind, our mind is defiled. And we can't even think of God. When we're spiritually blind, we have a stammering tongue. We can't even talk to God. When we're spiritually blind, we have a wounded heart. Most of all, when we're spiritually blind, we can't see hope. We can't see hope. We can't see when Jesus is coming by. You see, when we're spiritually blind, we're in a tragic decision. Or excuse me, a a tragic condition. That's our condition. Again, Bartimaeus was physically blind, but when we're spiritually blind, we need to cry out to Jesus. Bartimaeus was physically blind, and he did cry out to Jesus, and it was a passionate cry. People tried to quieten him, and he cried even louder. He cried even louder. When he called out to Jesus, he expected Jesus to listen to him. When he cried out to Jesus, he was ready for a healing. Again, Jesus was passing by. Bartimaeus had surely heard that he could heal the blind. He knew that when the Messiah came, that it was prophesied that he was going to be able to heal the blind. And he would restored the sight of other blind people. So he knew the power of Jesus. He says, Jesus, if you, if all the things he had heard about him were true, he knew that Jesus could heal him. It was a particular cry. It was a cry that that Bartimaeus called out. He may have been blind, but there were some things about Jesus that he could see that others with 20-20 vision couldn't see. He knew that his healing, his cure, was through Jesus Christ. He saw the truth that Jesus is the Messiah. Since he believed that, he believed that Jesus could heal his blindness. Again, why? One of the signs of the Messiah would be that he would open the eyes of the blind. Again, before someone who's spiritually blind can be healed, they have to call out to Jesus. Jesus is passing. He's passing by. Jesus is near. We need to call out to Jesus for our salvation. We're just as blind as Bartimaeus was that day. Not physically, but spiritually. We can't even see the beauty of a Savior that's nearby. You see, if we're spiritually blind, if we're spiritually blind, nothing else can help us. And it has to be a personal cry. Our cry when we cry out needs to be for our salvation. It needs to be for us. We need to know who Jesus is and we need to cry out to him this morning. Some of us may be walking around this morning who are spiritually blind. They need to make this call to Jesus. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. It's part of the beauty of this story. Part of the beauty of this story is Bartimaeus didn't talk about his rights. He didn't talk about anything that was owed to him. He didn't talk about, woe me. He said, Jesus, have mercy on me. Which means he understood that he didn't deserve healing, but he knew who to get his healing from. This morning, if we're spiritually blind, we need to be asking for mercy. I thank God every day that God does not give me what I deserve. If he gave me what I deserved, I wouldn't be here this morning. If he gave me what I deserved, I would be that blind beggar on the street. Thank God that Jesus shows us his mercy. His mercy. Have mercy on me. Again, we live in a world now where we want our rights, we want what's owed to us. Bartimaeus recognized that nothing was owed to him. But he knew that the help could be found in Jesus. Again, when it comes to spiritual things, I don't want what I deserve. I want mercy. I want grace. If I got what I deserved, again, I wouldn't be here today. We don't deserve heaven. We don't deserve a relationship with Jesus. But through His grace and mercy, we have that. We don't deserve our salvation. But because of his grace, he offers it to us. Bartimaeus also had a persistent cry. When he was told to quiet down, he didn't shut up, he cried louder. Sometimes in our world, when we're spiritually blind, we're crying out of Jesus. People may look at us like, What are you doing? What are you doing? Because they don't understand how blind spiritually we really are. And the only place we can get that cure is through a persistent cry to Jesus Christ. That's the condition we're in today. So we need to be crying out. See, Bartimaeus needed to see the beauty of a Savior that morning. Again, Jesus is passing today, He's here today. We can cry out to him. We don't need to wait. You see, because Jesus has the cure. Jesus had the cure for Bartimaeus that day. And it was a personal cure. He healed him of his blindness. He knew his affliction and he took care of it. Jesus heard the cry of the poor. The poor, blind Bartimaeus. Jesus heard that cry. This morning, if we're spiritually blind, Jesus will hear our cry. He's ready to cure us. He's ready to, for us to be able to see the beauty of a Savior. You see, Bartimaeus gets up. He throws his outer garment. He's healed immediately. He follows Jesus. He got his healing immediately. And he followed Jesus. He didn't wait. You see, when we come to Jesus, when we cry to Jesus, we have to be like Bartimaeus. We have to turn our back on things that may be keeping us from seeing him. This morning, this morning, I pray that you can see the beauty of a Savior. I pray that you, can, you recognize your condition and you're ready for his cure. You're ready to cry out to him. You see, the cure that Jesus has to offer is a powerful cure. He can heal the blind. He can save our souls. That's why He came. John 3.16 tells us that. He came to save us. He came to cure us. And the cure that Jesus offers is is a permanent cure. Jesus don't heal you a little bit. When He heals you spiritually, He heals you wholly, all the way. It has a lasting result. It's a profound cure. And again, Bartimaeus in Luke, it says that he followed Jesus, glorifying God. And praising God. This morning if you're here. And you recognize that you are spiritually blind. I pray that uh, you cry out to Jesus. That you cry out to Jesus. And you, you ask him for the cure. You ask him to heal. What are we to do? What are we to do if we're spiritually blind? Are you ready to be cured? If we are ready to be cured, we need to call out to Jesus now. He has the healing. Are you ready to receive your sight? Are you ready to see a beautiful Savior? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for for sending your son. Lord, thank you for, for allowing us to be in a relationship where we can call out to you. Lord, most of all, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the cure. Thank you for, for the ability to heal us from our spiritual blindness. Lord, I pray this morning, if there's anyone here or anyone listening, Lord, that, that is spiritually blind, Lord, they cannot see your beauty. Lord, I pray they call out to you today. I know you're ready to heal us. I know you have the cure. In Jesus' name, amen.